Hello, hello, hello. This is Harriet from the More Self-Discovery Podcast. I know, I know it's been so long. I have been so busy, but I, I am just glad to be back with you guys. Um, I, it, it, it has been a journey and I want to talk about that in another podcast. But today we have a um, special treat. Um, I have met a wonderful um entrepreneur and um and just I mean just her journey just talking to her you will be very um enlightened and very empowered but before we discuss her, you know her and, and I'll, my introduction I want to kind of give you a PSA um I have up now have a clothing line called the more fashion for you. And that's, um, I'll put that in the show notes for those who are listening. And, uh, uh, it, it I, I try to gear it towards women. So is it the business woman, the entrepreneur woman, or just you know, just being casual. So just, um, check out www.morefashionforyou.com. And let me, I'll put that caption on there for you so people can, um, see, also, for those who are listening by podcast, it would be um, in the show notes. Okay, so without further ado, this wonderful woman of God, um, her name is Rosa Green, but she simply, uh, she is known for people who know her as simply Rosa. She is a facet of, of, of embody of a, of a lot of things. And so... She is a mom of seven and a wife of one, which we, you know, we, we all love that. We can, we can only handle one uh, spouse at a time. So, you know, yes. you know we're there for, for life. Okay. And she is a serial entrepreneur. Um, one of her business that we're going to talk to, this is going to be a one of three part series because she has so much to share and so much to give to our, our audience. And so I wanted to break it up into three uh, parts of, of episodes. So today we're going to talk to her about her beginnings and how she started and um, just kind of um, just glean from her knowledge and her journey. And so um, Rosa, thank you so much for allowing me to interview you and to just, you know, share your triumphs and what you are doing for, you know, your community and for the people as a whole. So thank you. You welcome. are welcome, Harriet. I am excited to be here as well. So thank you again for inviting me. Absolutely. So just tell us, give us a background of who you are. So I like to tell people uh, entrepreneurialism uh, was in my blood. I was born of two entrepreneurs who were contractors. So uh, that's all I knew. I knew that you, uh, if you needed anything, if there was anything that you desired, that you created it. You didn't go out uh, and joined in on something else. You created it for yourself. So uh, very independent, very uh, strong will, very creative. Um, but it definitely started from my core, uh, even for myself as I moved on in life. Uh, I've been working and supporting small business owners uh, directly for about 20 years now. So uh, straight out of high school, I started with a, I'm here in Cleveland, Ohio right now. And I uh, 
I started with a local newspaper, helping in the sales department, helping with delivering newspapers. I mean, every part of that small business, working and learning all of the things that went into it, accounts receivable, accounts payable. Uh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, from there, I started, uh, I went to an IT company, again, as an employee, but these were startup companies. So I felt like I was still able to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And from there, I have been just helping and supporting uh, business owners until about 2008 uh, when the stock markets fell and everyone mm-hmm. lost a job and lost something. It was time for me to go back to my roots and go back to that entrepreneurism that I knew. Why? Because I had just lost my job and had a brand new house and a brand new car and two small children. So if you don't ever know when to figure it out, that is the time to figure it out. (laughs) Who are you telling? Exactly. I uh, started in direct sales in 2008 and fast forward 48 hour LLC was born at the beginning of the year. However, it is my 20 years of experience that has made that company skyrocket very fast. And uh, its experience is far beyond its age. Wow. So let's, um, I just want to recap um, your beginning started from home. Um, you came from parents that believed in um, starting something for themselves instead of working for someone else. Um, and just when you have parents like that, and, and I, I can definitely relate because I have um, been around and my father was an entrepreneur briefly. Um, you know, it, it's something about building something from the ground up in it, of your own and you have that control of your own destiny. And, you know, when, as parents, you know, you want to instill that uh how do I say it? That uh, that strong um, hold of, of being who you are with um, by creating who you are, and and that can, and make it a, as a business because that that's leaving a legacy for your family. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I it just you know we come from um, I I don't want to tell my age, but let's just say that my parents came from the the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and you know you stress the hard work you know do what you get your education but going beyond that people you know a lot of people understand that you know having your own and something to uh, leave a legacy to your future generations is, is also important so i can definitely relate to you in 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 coming up with wanting to just you just have that itch to, you know, to create something that you know that you have a passion for and, and just turn it into a uh, viable business to help others. And then, you know, come back and pull others who are, you know, who wish to do the same thing and you being the example. And so you learn from um, just your job from working in, in a newspaper. I mean, it, it just, it never left you as far as wanting to, um, create something on your own. So I, I definitely, you know, can relate and I admire that. And I, I, I'm so supportive of those who wants, especially for us as melanated people. 
Yes. We yes. definitely need to, um, you know, instill that in our, you know, in our future generations. Thank you. Thank you. I, um, the one thing that I feel like I gained and that I apply to all of my uh, businesses and just to life is uh, my ability to be creative, my ability to be strategic and to be efficient. And if I could add another adjective to it, I am uh, a support person. I try mm. to serve people um, mm. in what I'm doing. Uh, mm. Although, you know, you if you don't work, you don't eat. Uh, right. It isn't that that isn't why. I do the things that I do. I really work to make sure that people leave better off than when I found them. Right. Um, whether there is going to be instant gratification, whether it's something where we'll partner down the line or, hey, it may be something that's stored away in heaven when I get there that I'll be mm-hmm. rewarded for. But I am just, uh, I want to make sure that all of the things that I've experienced, good, bad, and indifferent, helps to change someone's life one way or the other. And Everyone kind of has a target market. There's people who uh, love women. There's people who work with men, people who seniors or children or special needs. My heart is for entrepreneurs. That is my heart. My heart is for entrepreneurs through and through. And I know that that is what helps the world go around. It's the creativity. It's how new products come. Sure enough, there's big businesses. Like, think about it. Uh, Steve Jobs, he was an entrepreneur first. Sure enough, it is a (laughs) conglomerate now, but he was just, he had a crazy idea and he went with it and he enrolled others in his vision. And now we're working for him in one capacity or another because he decided to do something that was in his heart, that was in his mind, that he figured out how to execute. And it's things like that, that I can't help but get excited every time. Absolutely. So tell us, how did you, what was your aha moment to where um, you wanted to, you had a uh, certain product or service that you just wanted to um, create and, and, you know, create your business from that? Okay. So as you said, I have tons of businesses. So I'm going to go specifically on how I came about with 48 Hour LLC. Okay. So 48 Hour LLC was actually born in December, which sounds so crazy. Uh, December of this year. Uh, I have a lot of product-based businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I felt like with those product-based businesses that I still wasn't really serving as much as I could. Mm-hmm. So um, just dealing with some things going on in my household, uh, I wasn't able to be as present as I needed to in my product-based business. And I realized, hey, there is definitely um, some flexibility that's needed even when you're an entrepreneur to be able to shift and move differently when your family, time, other situations arise. So I said, you know what? A service-based business will allow me to do and have a little more flexibility in how I schedule and I work with people. And, you know, sometimes it will also allow for me to work in the background versus being forward facing and still get the job done where the product doesn't sell itself. They need you to physically show up, physically show the product. Uh, 48 hour LLC does have components in which I can take the information down, give you a call and follow up via email or text, but get the work done without being forward facing. That way, if there are small fires going on, 
you still get what you need, Mm -hmm. but I am able to tend to the fires and still serve my customers. So uh, it was very important to me in that time that I had a business that still could. Uh oh, oh, we didn't lose. Sorry, people. Look like we froze a little bit. That's what technology does. Um, to again serve okay. that population in which I am very much, uh, very much passionate about. I still wanted to serve that population. So, uh, thinking back over my years, I realized I can start a business fairly quickly mm-hmm. and with the green rose experience and we'll talk about that in one of our other episodes uh that company uh i made a decision by the end of the day the business was started it was filed it was registered with the state i had a website up done deal within nine hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow yeah it, it doesn't take long you know as of back in the day you gotta wait you know certain and- amount of time and you know with Everything with electronic, you can do everything online and, and be up and running, you know, within hours. So, yes. So tell tell talk about your <clears throat> mindset when you decided to open up um, Forty Eight Hour LLC. Uh, which, by the way, what is your tar- what's your target? Um, what's your service and what's your target market? Okay, so my target market is new and inspiring business owners, no matter how young or how old. Okay. Um, as far as my services, uh, the first component is literally starting your business. So getting the business formation done. So for those people who have goals or have visions about doing something, whether it's opening a boutique, starting a mm-hmm. podcast, uh, a new invention, uh, they're passionate about that thing. That doesn't Mm -hmm. always mean they know how to do the paperwork. They just know that this is the vision and I need it to go forward. Well, I'm a great support person for that. Okay. I'll make sure that you have a website if you need need one, a logo. I'll make sure you have all of the things so that your business is professional so that if to be able to uh, be available for that or for that project. Um, In addition to that, I started uh, a coaching program as well. So I found that people, not only did they need that part, but they were like, okay, so now that I have a business, now what? What do I do next? Right. So I have a strong start coaching program uh, that is over the course of 90 days. And I work with 10 people each month starting Mm -hmm. uh, the first Tuesday of each month. But I go through goal setting, uh, talking about sweating and branding, talking about mindset, talking about just the steps that you need building uh, up towards a successful 90 day goal, whether it's, Hey, I want to have a grand opening or, Hey, I want to launch this product or, Hey, I need to make X, Y, Z amount of money in this time frame. Uh, I work with my clients to be able to do so. Okay. So um, what are the components do you think as a entrepreneur that most people um, should have in order to start their business. Um, I know a lot of people may say, well, I, I want to do that. But um, in reality, you know, when you start to talk to them and start to go through the steps with them, their mind is not really, you know, 
it's all over the place and, and that they may not be the right type of person to be, you know, own their own business. So um, what do you suggest, you know, people who want to start to start their business, what their type of mindset is or the components of what they need to um, become successful as a um, business owner? Um, I'm actually going to answer it this way. I typically have what I've called like five steps that all new and aspiring entrepreneurs should consider first. Mm -hmm. So one, what is the product and service? So many times we want a boutique or a salon or we want this, but we haven't really researched to see what or how easy is it going to be able to get or deliver that product and service. So right. you need to first identify what it is you want to do and not, hey, I want to open a store. Okay, what kind of store? Who? but really niche down to what it is you're looking to do. And it can expand, but at least a starting place. Right, okay. okay. So identifying the product. Second, it will be making sure you understand the time and the cost that goes along with it. So mm-hmm. many times we'll start a business and we'll be like, oh, I didn't expect that to cost this much and things right. like that. And now there's unexpected costs. You can't move forward because you don't have it. Why? Because you're still working another job, trying to balance it or you're unemployed. And now you really need to eat today. But this is probably a eat tomorrow project. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, identifying the time and the money requirements to be able for that business to get started. Uh, and then the emotional management, like you said. So, hey, know that there's going to be some long nights and some zero days and zero days is just days where you didn't sell anything, where you didn't set any appointments, where you didn't do anything that you think you uh, were supposed to do in your business. Um, But being able to be okay, being able to have coping mechanisms like, hey, if you know that you're disappointed and no is something that you can't really tolerate, you may need to practice saying no in the mirror several, several times. You may need to remember that you hang up on your creditors. So if you hang up on your creditor, you can't possibly be mad when people hang up on you. You know, some of those. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. Some of the things, so, you know, really talking about that emotional management piece, are you mentally, socially, emotionally ready to start this business? Um, Then it's making sure that you enroll your family and friends, letting your family and friends know that you're getting ready to do this. So if you're used to going bowling on Tuesday with a group of friends starting your new business, you may not be able to go bowling. They may be offended. They may need to find someone to replace you in the league. But, you know, wouldn't you rather have that conversation up front versus surprising them? Hey, you've been missing for three weeks. They wonder where you are. You know, you're never coming back. Or you might not even know you're not coming back because you never even thought about the time constraint that is needed for or the time commitment that is needed for your business. And then last but not least, go start the business. So many people have all of these things and dreams and it's all bottled up in a nice little folder or on a file or on a Pinterest or somewhere. But at the end of the day, none of it matters. No planning, no amount of money matters if you don't do it. So just go ahead and get the business done. And I think that's what that also is an issue because, you know, you have all these wonderful ideas and everything. But if you just don't if you're just afraid and just don't step out there and do it, it's nobody's not going to know, you know, what your your service or your product is. And it, it, again, that goes back to the mindset. Um, and 
you made a good point about family and friends. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more of how, or how do you suggest people to um, uh, talk to family and friends? Because I mean, you may have a lot of some, you know, if you have support system in your family and friend, that's, that's great. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But you may have some people that are kind of resistant, um, mm-hmm. not supportive. And unfortunately they could be your family or friends mm-hmm. that are, you know, really not supportive, always question, having a negative um, feedback to you and it kind of brings you down. So how can, how do you suggest people can kind of, you know, weed that on overcome that uh, type of mindset? Uh, first and foremost, I try to make sure that people understand that no one has to support your business. Now, I know that sounds crazy. It's like, so why are we even starting a business? Every person who crosses your path that takes an interest in your business and in you, those are gifts. No one has to do it. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you tend to be less, less dis- have less disappointments when you just do support you, that's great. But if they don't, you didn't anticipate it either way. So mm-hmm. um, when I go to talk to my family and friends about my new vision, I say it kind of in passing. Sometimes I'll, I'll have a sit down conversation, but I'm not saying it so that they do anything different. It's more of a notice. Like, for instance, you know that uh, your bank, when it becomes a holiday, they put a notice on the door to let you know, hey, in three weeks, this bank will not be open on this day. They're not really saying, hey, do something different. They're just saying that, hey, if you come look for me, I won't be there. Wow. That's that's a good analogy. It's the same concept. You don't necessarily, when you're sharing these things with your family and friends, you're not necessarily sharing it because you want them to do something different. You're sharing it so that you can say that I'm getting ready to do something different. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if they follow up and they ask questions, again, you just answer the question. Don't be, oh, if she asked me this question, that means she's going to buy this or she's going to do this. No, she's just asking the question. Right. Everyone is just asking a question, whether they're related or not. It's up to you to have a call to action if you choose so that they can go forward in your business. But other than that, you're just sharing information. So um, I know for my family, I let them know in passing. Uh, if I see that it is going to affect them differently, I let them know, hey, um, this is getting ready to happen. This is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm not sure how much you follow me on social media, but I've been on this self-guided tour around the world. So I had to let my family know. I didn't just pop up and disappear and was in another state. I kind of had to let them know, hey, through these dates, I'm going to be gone. Here Mm -hmm. are the support systems. These are the things that I put in place, the meals that I cook, you know, the cleaning regimen. Here's the things. Here's when you, you know, all of those tools. I make sure that I put them in place so that they can still operate and they can know what they can expect from me. I can still operate and I can know what to expect from them. And I think that if you have an open line of communication, it's well. Now, it doesn't mean you don't have to revisit it because definitely in my household, I've had to revisit conversations that I thought I said the first right. and then the 10th time. Uh, but, you know, they have other things that are in their mind and that they're dealing with just like you do. So you can't even be mad if for whatever reason you have to repeat yourself. Now it's better said than done. I'm still practicing that myself, but I at least know even when I do get frustrated, uh, I do remind myself, hey, 
They got a lot going on. This is what's going on. They're just asking questions. They just want to know the information. Everybody wants to know how to be made to feel important. Everybody wants to know what's in it for them. So uh, I try to make sure that I answer those questions first. And then everything else is uh, whatever they need to hear. That is awesome, especially, you know, and I was while you were talking about, you know, um, laying everything, having everything pre-planned when you know that you have to go out on a business trip, um, because I mean, that's one of the things as, as far as, you know, as a married or if you have married with kids, you know, the first thing they're going to say, well, who's going to cook dinner? How are we going to eat? You know, and so you the best thing is to do is to prepare, 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 because you already know that um, you're going out, you know, you have a business meeting that you're not going to be at home. And so you're at least, you know, you are making sure that the family is still functioning on, mm-hmm. you know, normal operations, even though you're not there and you give them specific instructions. Okay. This is what you, you know, this, this, and this, you already got meals prepared for them. And, and, and I think, you know, that is very important, especially with, you know, a spouse, you know, especially you have a husband that, you know, expects, you know, to be home at a certain time and, you know, family, you know, expects you to be home. The kids expect you to be home. But I mean, I think family has to realize you're doing this for them as well as for yourself. And it, 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 it all come, you know, it'll all benefit everybody, you know, in due time. And I will say, you know, a lot of people, they don't think about this or consider it, but, you know, you have to have an on and off button as well. So, you know, when you're out of town or even if you're in town and you're working really heavy, uh, I tend to work, what I've noticed, I work like more like a 10-4 schedule versus a 5-2, meaning Mm -hmm. five days a week, two days off. I tend to work more 10 days in a row and then take a day or so off, maybe Mm -hmm. a little more. Just because I realized that by the time I get to day five, I'm right at the heat of it. Oh my goodness, if I just push a little more... I can get some things done. So I I tend to break my months up a little differently than people. But when I'm off, I'm off. And that helps me even mentally. So if it's situations where I know, hey, I'm going to melt down or, hey, this is a lot or this is overwhelming to know, you know, in my off days. So I know, hey, on Monday the 15th, I will be able to breathe. I just need to make it to Monday the 15th. Hold it together till mm-hmm. Monday the 15th. And then on Monday the 15th, no, you won't be able to have access to me. No, you won't be able to, because that is my time to be able to have my pit stop, to refuel my engines, to make sure my tires have enough air so that I can finish this race that I've started. Absolutely. Fun fact, when you, uh, it just remind me, and I don't know if you can relate. Um, I, what was it? The, the movie of one of Tyler Perry movie. Um, why did I get married? One. Um, my I husband, don't, I don't watch TV. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> my husband always referred to this one, you know, it was certain couples, they were going out on, on a retreat, you know, just to kind of renew their marriage and everything. And this one particular couple, um, she was an entrepreneur. She was always on the phone doing business and stuff. And, um, even through the, this is supposed to be a couple's getaway. She still was, um, you know, busy on the phone. And my husband always teased me, you know, because I'm always trying, I'm always thinking about business and trying to, you know, uh, you know, 
it's always something business related. Either I'm on the computer or, or, you know, which is most of the majority of my time that I stay in my office and, you know, um, on the computer. And it's funny because you have to learn how to turn it off when you're off and when you're focused, you know, when your family time is family time and you got to kind of, you know, take that break and take that breather Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, oh, I'm, I'm thinking about, oh, this, this could be a time I could, I should be making the phone call. I should be doing this. I should be sending emails. I should be doing that. And, um, you know, he always, I forgot the character name, but he always called me that particular, uh, lady who was, you know, the always, always, you know, thinking about her business. And so, you know, you do have to learn how to, you know, work at a certain, you got your schedule, but when you're off, you know, when you're not accessible, you're not accessible. It is what it is. You'll pick yes. up, you know, at, the, you know, the next time, at the next day. I, so I that, even that have a, me of that. I even have a structured schedule. So on Monday, even though I work, it's more self-care stuff. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to volunteer somewhere, it's more likely on Monday. Uh, my therapist, I love my therapist. I speak to my therapist. It's my it's my coffee. That's my version of coffee. Mm. Nine o'clock Monday morning. Good morning. Mm-hmm. How are you? So this is where I melted down. This is where I was successful. These are the coping skills I did. I need more coping skills. I'll mm-hmm. see you next Monday at nine o'clock. So that's how I structure my Monday. So I ease into the week uh, and things like that. But a lot of the things that I do on Monday is things that are heart things. So following up with certain customers that touch my heart or that cross my mind, doing those kind of heart things, that's my Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I'm full-blown coaching. Tuesday is my longest day where I'm coaching from 9 a.m. till about 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, I'm a little more flexible, uh, typically because I'm either gearing up to go out of town or uh, preparing for any activities that may need my time away from the office before the weekend. Thursday, I'm either traveling or again working here uh, in one of my other businesses. Now, Friday is a little different. My husband, he's an entrepreneur as well, uh, but he works a full time job. And he works for tens, meaning he's off on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Amazing Mm -hmm. schedule. Mm -hmm. So on Fridays, I don't schedule anything because I don't care how many times we talk about it at night. Hey, we doing anything Friday? No, we're not doing anything Friday. You sure we're not doing anything Friday? No, we're not doing anything Friday. Friday, come. Hey, come. Let's do this. I I, I asked you. (laughs) I don't even schedule anything on Friday and I safely assume and more times than not, that is my day that even if we are doing business, it is together. We are side by side on Friday. Saturday, he's probably sick of me. So Saturday, I'm on my own to do my thing. Sunday, he's like, hey, let's reconvene. Let's do family stuff. Let's get these tasks. Let's prepare for the next week. And then I'm back at it again. So, you know, with that structure, I I feel way I feel like I am more productive than I've ever been because I release myself from working at times that I know I shouldn't. I fully am engaged at times that I should. And when emergencies arise or my calendar shifts because I know my structure and I know the strategies that go behind what I'm doing, I'm able mm-hmm. to shift without it being catastrophic. Wow. That, that That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's awesome that your husband is also an entrepreneur. So that that's like, that's like the extra icing on the cake because he understands 
what it is to be, you know, have a, have your own business. You know, I'm, I'm the same with like him. I still have my full-time job and my whole goal is to be like you when I grow up and you know, <laughs> leave my full-time job and just work exclusively for me. So now, what I will say about us is I'm an entrepreneur first, then a wife. He is a husband first, then he's Ooh. an entrepreneur. All right. All righty now. Then. And I, the difference between the two is, again, I was an entrepreneur much longer than I was a mother and a wife. Mm-hmm. So even the way I approach relationship stuff, a lot of times it's very business. I'd like to have quarterly meetings about what's going on in the house. Normal humans are not having quarterly meetings about what's <laughs> going on in their house. However, I feel like I cannot function and plan for my next year and my five-year goal if we're not having those conversations. Mm-hmm. So I am an entrepreneur first. And then it's like, okay, turn that off. Go be a wife. Go be a mom. Not a bad thing, just reality. My mm-hmm. husband, he's a husband. He's a guy. He just became an entrepreneur through seeing me and seeing the creativity, seeing the support system, seeing what was possible. So that's not his first language. Wow. Okay. So, so you were the we, inspiration for him. Yes, I definitely was the inspiration. And that's why I'm his chief operating officer. And if you wonder what that means, he does all the fun stuff in his business and I do the hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, that was going that we need to talk about that. So let's talk about the um actual the nuts and bolts of running your business mm-hmm. um in our next episode. Um I I you know you have just in the beginning you gave us so much insight of how you know you offer the service of how to start the business because people want to know where do I start? I want to do this, but where do I start? What do I need to, what kind of paperwork are I need? Mm-hmm. Um, people who are, are listening, who are on a stream feed, this is her website. This is Rosa's website. Um, please check it out. Um, she, oh, there's a hyphen in there. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, those who are listening, I will definitely make sure it is on the show notes. So yes. um, let me edit that. For those who are listening, what's, what's, where's the hyphen? It's 48-hour LLC. 48-hour hyphen? No, 48-hour. So, all one one, all one word, 48-hour, yes. 48-hour. I sent it in your gotcha. message. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes.com. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I, I have two. Uh, there's two uh, comments. Um, MJ Chong. Great job. Thank you. We we appreciate feedback for those who are um, who are watching us, and for those who are um, on the podcast listening. I will definitely put that in the show notes. Um, please join us. Um, I will uh, do a pre-promo of the schedule of when we're going to do um, part two of with um, talking with Miss Rosa Green. She is such a phenomenal person. And, and I just, you know, she can, t- you can tell that she has her stuff together. She has um, many um, ways of helping you. You can tell she's very passionate about what she does. Yeah. So I, um, I thank you. Um, 
We're going to talk soon. And you guys in the audience, um, stay tuned and please hit the like. Those who are on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe button. Also, go on your um, any podcast platform, Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to your podcast, and please subscribe to the More Self-Discovery channel. I appreciate it. And you guys be blessed, take care, and be safe. Thank you again. All right. Thank you again. We will talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Theme song for more self-discovery is by M. Fossil of M. Fossil Production. This episode was sponsored by More Fashion For You, the online website where women can discover themselves through fashion. Check it out. More Fashion For You. That's www.more, M-O-O-R-E, fashion, the number four, you.com.